You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League, the Champions League and the Europa League as well. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl and here are today's topics. Coming off their rosy win against Newcastle, Manchester United and Ronaldo are stunned by young boys thanks to the winning goal from American Jordan Peefock. Liverpool and AC Milan renewing their old rivalry from the finals in 2005 and 2007. Man City and RB Leipzig playing out a nine-goal thriller at the Etihad. Romelu Lukaku continuing his flying start in Chelsea's win over Zenit. And we'll look ahead to the Premier League weekend headlined by Spurs v Chelsea. That's what we've got coming up in today's show. All right, Robbie Earl, back into the Champions mm. League, my friend. Uh, mm. Wow, <laughs> lots of stuff going on, lots of stories, lots of goals. Yep. Of course, we're keeping a close eye on the Premier League teams in particular in this competition. I want to start, yeah. I guess it's probably the biggest story, Rob, given the result. Yeah. Uh, young boys have burned two, Manchester United won. Um, wow. I mean, like, a lot of excitement around Manchester United now. Yeah. now and Cristiano Ronaldo's game again up front. Paul Pogba played to the left-hand side. Donny van der Beek comes in, gets a rare start for them. Bruno in the hole as ever. Sancho to the right-hand side. And then pretty much you'd expect Lindelof came in for Rafael Varane. So some changes there. That's not unusual. Looking at the other lineups, Rob, for for teams, they will uh, rotate a little bit. Um, Listen, we know there was a red card to Aaron Wan-Bissaka and he was a little touch. He was a little late, a little high, correct call. Yeah. Shouldn't they be doing better than that, Rob, even though that immense a man sent off and they were winning 1-0? Listen, I think, Rob, and, and listen, the, the, we've talked at the start of the season as though this year, Ollie's going to have no excuses. Uh, yes, he, he made some changes, but it's a strong enough team playing against young boys, Rob, um, mm. to find a way to get a result. To find a way to get a result, whether that's making sure they, they, they get a point from the game after you know losing a man, if it's not finding a way to to to, to nick a win because they've got more quality, one of the alarming things, Rob, was the manner that the game unfolded in lack of possession, lack of control of the opposition. I know they're down to ten men, but you only have to go back to Chelsea playing Liverpool a little while ago. Ten men, well organised, well set up, can yeah, still control be difficult. the game. Yeah. And my biggest takeaway, Rob, is. Is this a blip for Ollie? Is it? Is this uh, well? We've one. We've got to say what down to ten men early in the season, or is this becoming a bit of a pattern? Because if it's becoming a bit of a pattern, we're going to reach a conclusion with Ollie probably quicker than the end of the season. This football club have to start to find its way of winning Europa League finals when they're against Villarreal. After win games in the Champions League, Rob against young boys. If you go down a man or not, you've, you've got the, you know, the hype tells you, you've got the greatest footballer currently alive in your team. Mm. There's, there's, there's a point where we're getting it in. Only shouldn't be only criticised on this, and, and we don't talk about any other managers, because it is, it is a part where he's Manchester United manager. So for Manchester United fans, they all love him. For everybody else, they all hate Man United and probably hate Oli. And so it, it's one or the other. It's, it's famine or feast for Man United. But mm. my takeaway from the other day was, Rob, the disappointment in the way that the team couldn't control young boys having lost a man. Yeah, uh, absolutely, Rob. I mean, first of all, I want to start on positives. And Cristiano Ronaldo, again, continues to look super sharp. He's in the right place. He's kind of hanging out the back post there, gets good contact on the ball, scores the goal, does his kind of job. Um, such a such a hungry player, Rob, for goals. And I, I just made a quick note that he's really, he's reinvented himself, Rob, as in he is, as a number nine now. He's, a, he's an out-and-out striker. He's playing on the shoulder of the last defender. He's intelligent. 
for the most part with his runs. Um, I just thought he looked sharp again, Rob, and, and his, mm. you know, his, his hunger to win continues to shine through. Um, okay, Jaden Sancho, you know, he's he's just off it. He's yeah. just off it, you know, and uh, he gets subbed out of the game before half time. Played on the yeah. right hand side in this game. Now, for whatever reason, you know, I don't know what it is, and 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 some and some managers. I'm thinking of Jurgen Klopp a little bit here. Sometimes new players coming into the league, Rob, he's very, very careful when he brings them in. It's like, well, when is he going to, yeah. you know, he, he's done it with quite a few players where he's just mm. been very careful. There was talk about Konati playing for Liverpool, could have done with the yeah. game, but no, not yeah. yet. I remember Naby Keita when he it first came Keita, up. Didn't he? Yeah, it Keita. took a little bit of time. It happened mm. the same with Fabinho, where it took a little yeah. bit of time for him to come into the side. So, mm. so, you know, but, but he's gone straight in there and he's just looked a little bit off it. So, again, another example, Rob, that he's not ready to show United what he can do. And, and that's yeah. that's kind of like... What do you do in that situation, though, Rob? Because it's a bit of a difficult one for Ollie, isn't it? If, if, I, if I don't play him, he's 100 million. Obviously, the press will turn. People will, 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 will not. If you do play him and the form continues, he's going to get stick anyway. So, so that's a tough one for, for Ollie. He's I, got to kind of work out. I, I know exactly what I'd do, Rob. I'd bring him out. I bring him out of the team right now because what 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 the, the worry is, Rob, you keep playing him mm. and he keeps giving the ball away and those oh, groans from the fans that we yeah. saw the last game at Old Trafford, mm. like that and starts to get a thing. Mates, by the way. And your yeah, team, and it, by it's the way. Not, it's not, you don't, for, you, you don't want, you don't want to be like, you don't want fans giving the opportunity to, to disbelieve so early. Bring him out of the side you got Lingard, you've got a few others there that can play in, the, in a wider position. You can play. I mean, there's Pogba. I mean, there's a ton of options. That's what I would do, mate. I would just, I wouldn't want to try and play a young kid through this little bit of a difficult period unless, unless the manager's seeing stuff that, you know, he's, yeah, he's training and things. He's looking yeah, great. He's it, it'll it'll yeah. come good. But I guess we'll find out that. Mm. Um, and then just onto the, so onto the tactical side of things, Rob. And as, as you said there, um, they're one nil up, they're down to 10 men. On the 36th minute, at half time, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer does the uber safe move yeah. by bringing on Rafael Varane. So he's got his three mm-hmm. centre backs that you might expect. Dallow's yeah. on, who is a right back, plays at right wing back. Luke Shaw is a left wing back. Yeah. To really kind of like a couple of things to accept. I mean, it's good atmosphere there, by the way. Yeah, I young birds, it was it was good little atmosphere. But that's the safest thing he could have done. And for you to lose the game and concede two goals in the safe manner, mm. that has got to be a worry. Now, whether it's the whether individually, I tend to think it's more of team defending and of yeah. team uh, shape and defending rod in, in terms of that. It, it, that's not good enough. Like they should be able to see out against a young a young boys team that I know they're at home and a little bit fired up, but with your best defenders in there, some mm. tons of experience, can you explain to me, Rob, what's lacking, why they didn't do it? Well, you, you've got a back five, so you expect yeah, basically mm. an extra body in there. You've got your experienced defenders in there with Varane with, with and, and Maguire and Lindelof. So you're expecting to say, a bit like Chelsea when they go with the three, then they do it, but they don't, they don't play it in the manner that Chelsea do. The midfield press... You've got a midfield, Rob, uh, of of um, Pogba, Bruno, um, Fred. Uh, who else was Van der Beek was was uh, off by that. He, that he was point. subbed out half time. Yeah, yeah so he, he, he was off by that point. Yeah, but you you haven't really got a midfield that, that's designed to protect you, to win some balls, to nick some triggers, and then go and play. So mm-hmm. you're basically carrying a midfield in front, an attacking midfield in front of you. With a yeah. centre forward, we know doesn't do any real press from from the front. Yeah. Three centre backs who, you know, didn't look like it, they, they'd done a lot of work together. So all of a sudden, Robbie looks doesn't look disjointed. I didn't know whether the four and and, and, and keeping some structure, maybe four four one or four. Yeah, might uh, have been worked might better. have been uh, worked better. Yeah. But again, listen, this is the, these are the, 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 the things he takes. He's manager. He, he makes a call. I just felt the it. it, it it looked imbalanced to me, Rob. It didn't look like they, they were, uh, were at any time in control of the game. And this is young boys. This, mm. this isn't some of the superpowers. And, and these are the mm. kind of games where questions will, will be continually asked of Oli that mm. is he 
the right kind of manager in these kind of situations to see this group through. Is it, Rob, we're going to be a team? And listen, we've, I, I accept that we've wanted this Man United squad and team to get on the front foot. They've got tons of great attacking players and, and let's, let's be expansive. Let's go for it. Let's score a ton of goals. And, and they're looking that that's the way they're going to go. Is it sensible to do that? I, I'm feeling like, it, let me put it this way. When I see Chelsea playing, they look like a unit that's attacking and a unit that's when needed is defending. I think Manchester United in general are a team going forward and they're a separate team at the back. There's like, you. Do, it's almost like two teams, there's, there's two games going on. There's the attacking game going on at the other end when they're, all the front players are doing their thing. And then there's a defensive game going on without the front, the, the front guys helping in the defensive game. Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? They seem to be separated a little bit. And again, it's early yet, of course, that. Mm. Um, but there's so many great talent, to, talent going forward. Defensively, they the need the talent well. to help. They need the talent to help defensively. That's what I'm yeah, trying to say. Yeah, I take your point because I was going to say, it seems to me that, you know, team going forward, and I, I sense there's a will for a team to defend, but I just don't think those players are made up in the same way. They've got the same kind of thought. Now, whether that needs to be coached in them, whether that's something the manager's got to stress more, that we've got to be better without the ball, because that's what all the best teams are yes. now. It's not just about possession. Right. But they right. have too many players, Rob, who really just come alive when the ball, when yeah. we get the ball and we yeah. want to play. And, yeah, and that's probably something he's got, he's got to work on. Mm. They, yeah. You can still have great players who can still who can still work exactly. hard. Exactly, exactly. And, and that's a bit he's got to get across. That, that and they've got to enjoy doing that hard work as well. When I watch Chelsea doing it, Rob, they look yeah. like yeah, it, it gives them a confidence that they're not going to concede a goal. We'll get to Chelsea. They scored one goal a night that they weren't very good and win yep. a game. Yes, they had eleven yeah. eleven, but we've seen them against uh, Chelsea. We saw them against Liverpool where they they they, they kept a one one. So yeah. that's where Ollie's got to develop this group and go on. And the numbers, Rob, are interesting. And I know you can make stats as you want, but in the 11 Champions League games now, he's lost seven. Yeah. That's not yeah. good enough for Manchester United. No. And no. I, I just finished up, Rob. I don't want to go on about this, but, but uh, to continue your point, you're absolutely right. The, 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 the key to this manager right now, and we all know we're going to find out the answers this season of, of, of if, he, if he's the man that can can coach his team to success, is this. He's got to get the likes of Greenwood, Sancho, Pogba, Rashford, the attacking midfield players. He's got to get them to defend well. He's got to get them to, to, to support their fullbacks. He's got to get Paul Pogba if he plays in the middle to track his runners and make tackles. If he doesn't get those attacking midfield players to protect a back four, they will continue to concede goals when and, and, and drop if you went back and looked at all the bad results in the Champions League last year, get knocked out into the, the you know, I, I'm sure yeah. it's they're not a strong defensive team. And for that to happen with the talent they've got, and I agree with the talent they've got going forward, yeah. those players have to understand the importance of working really hard like your Ryan Giggs used to do, like your David Beckham used to do, like your Paul Scholes used to do, like the whole of that midfield worked incredibly hard with the ball and without the ball, Rob. Am I, is, not, is that not the key? Because yeah. the talent is obviously there. But if they don't want to defend and do the other side of it, they're going to get caught out like they did again in this match. Yeah, and, and I go back to, it's becoming a bit of a phrase in, in English football now, and it's a lot of the, the foreign managers coming in, but they say the team's got to be able to suffer and come through it. And that's what Manchester United, well, the suffering's without the ball. Yeah, the, the, the do they, they, they don't suffer much, do they? They don't no, suffer no. much. No, that, and that's my point. They're good, then they're good. They, they, you know, they blast away Leeds, they blast away Newcastle, yeah. and, and they're good. Yeah. But Brilliant. when it's a yeah. stuffer, when it's a when it's a one nil away, when it's one yeah. one against young boys, yeah. Are, yeah. are we prepared then to, to right. do what that re is required? That's yeah. the question. I think that Ollie's got to he's got to work yeah. that out, Rob. He's, he's got to get a plan for to. those things. Yeah, uh, tough game away to West Ham. I think at the weekend as well, which will be another yeah. little test for them. Test. A, a very good David Moyes team at seven AM Eastern Time on NBC SN. So, mm. just mm. a first little question mark to Ollie. There's going to be some Rob. You know, yeah. you, you Simon yeah. Aldo, that you know, you get all the media and you get all the attraction, but you also get the spotlight. And they've got to be able to handle that for good and for bad going forward. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see how that one goes. Should we? Should we move it on, mate? To yes. Move the it other on, game mate. Yesterday? Um, Chelsea Football Club. 
very different in terms of um, what what the team set up, what what you expect, what you get most from the dem- team. Well, most demanded from the players, I would say as well, by the manager. One one nil win. Interesting, yeah. Robin. I just want to make the point before the uh, the game kicked off, and I'm sure that but the awards were handed out. There was Tuchel, there was Jorginho, there was Mendy, there was Kante. Almost for what they've done and what we've seen, you know, great players, great individuals, a great manager who's come in. And then my first thing in my head as watching that is, God, they've got a good group, haven't they? And then you think they've just banged in <laughs> Lukaku on top of that. And you start thinking, mm, this, is, this is serious time now for this football club again, isn't it? it, it it's about really competing in everything, for everything, mm. when you look at the squad mm. and what they've done. Mm. Yeah, and they made some changes, Rob. Just looking at the team that they mm. played. Lukaku started up front. It was Ziyech and Mason Mount behind. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they, the midfield is a little different with Kovacic and Jorginho, but they've they got such a good squad now. Rob. Yeah. Reese James on the right-hand side, Alonso continued. Um, just a few things I want to uh, point out here. Uh, I thought Mason Mount struggled. Mm. First half in particular. Second yeah, half, he came onto a bit of a game. Yeah. But, you know, just kind of, I don't know whether he's... Things didn't quite work for him, did they? Yeah, yeah. A, little, a, little, it's been a few year. games now. He's been a little quiet. I mean, we know he's a brilliant player, and, he, and he's yeah. and he's played so many games with the national team, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and the Euros. So I just, I just think it's one to keep an eye on. Um, mm. And the football, Rob. The football. The first half, there's no shots on target from Chelsea no. Football Club, and of course, almost total control. What we're used to seeing with Thomas Tuchel with possession mm. and with territory. Um, but again, I, I, I'm looking at the same things, Rob. There's a couple of backward passes. The opponents drop all the way in. And you got the situation. All right, then, Chelsea. How are yeah. you going to find a way through? Mm. Now, of course, second half. That's how you find a way through, Rob. Where last year they might have had a nil-nil or really struggled. Yeah. Um, they, they, of course, have got a guy that can head the ball, which, is, yeah. which they haven't really had. Um, brilliant cross-in from Aspidicueta, tremendous header from Lukaku, 1-0, and that's enough, and that's the difference he's going to make. But it's just, I, I just, what, could, I was just watching the first half, Rob, and I thought, mm. could Chelsea, in whichever league, but, but think about the Premier League, could there be games when their football control means that people drop back deep and, and, and create this low yeah. block? Yeah. Could they, could they, are they going to struggle in some games to score and well, win those, I know Lukaku's different, but is he mm. going to be that? Is he going to be that different for that? Well, it's an interesting point, and I think it's something. I think we talked about. Uh, I think it was a transfer deadline show, or maybe it was a podcast. But I've said, Rob, they've got to get goals from other people around the team. Your Mason Mount yeah. is one of them. Your Ziak is one of them. Your Havertz, yeah. your Werner, yeah. who we see sitting on the bench. Some those guys, Rob, have got to be getting six, seven, eight goals plus across competitions. You, yes. you know the big the big guy four and four outstanding lovely little move great ball gets his header um, yeah. you know a brilliant addition but these days it ain't gonna happen for him his days yeah. he's gonna get three centre backs who sit deep which mm. of those midfield players and it's really it's really disappointing Christian Pulisic, Pulisic's not fit right now mm. yeah because his change of speed his little di- dynamic play just underneath somebody like um, Lukaku who if they're going deep is gonna leave that space. Might be an yeah. area he could really go and exploit. And mm. I, I think Chelsea's challenge is to get enough of those midfield players, all technically very good, all can receive and accept the ball, but who's going to get the goals? Who's got that little bit of hunger to keep getting in the box? I've seen it from Conor Gallagher, who's one of their kids who's on loan at Palace. Keeps getting mm. in the box, keeps making runs. Don't quite mm. see enough of that from those midfield players. Habits maybe is, is, is the point in difference. I think he could grow into one. But the others have got to make sure they, they can contribute their goals as well. I mean, it's going to be hard from midfield, Rob, isn't it? Because you've got Kovacic and, and Jorginho or Kante yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah for the Less most part, there. are going to kind of hold. Yeah. Then you've got wing-backs who are going to be kind of out, out in positions. You've got I think they should get a few goals, three. Rob. Yeah, I think they, wing-backs they should, 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 you know, three, four, five. Yeah. You know, Alonso particularly on that side. But, but yeah. those two underneath the the the, the, the striker, they've mm. got to be getting somewhere yes, close to, to, to double. Yeah, and when you think about the um, the Liverpool front players, Rob, yeah. you know we know yeah. the goals they get from wider areas. Of course, a little bit of a different system, but but still three up front. This is still yeah. three up front. So you're absolutely three, right. Yeah. I think it's a good point, Rob. Also with with uh, Pulisic, 
you know what he's like. He's a little, he's a little nick it around the corner. Mm. It's a little give and go, a little one, two. I mean, he's got yeah. one of the best in the business in Lukaku to invite the ball right into his feet. Yeah, it's good and, shout, and, yeah. and, and so I, I think that's, I think it's a good show. And I think that will be interesting when he comes back, but no, I mean, mm. this, this is, again, this is Chelsea and the, and the control yeah. gives them, you know, they give up few chances because they have such great mm. control. One word of, of uh, credit uh, Antonio Rudiger Rob made a brilliant uh, yeah. goal saving tackle yeah. soon before, well, a little bit before the Lukaku goal. So goal, yeah. he um, he is, uh, I'm reading today that he's still not signed a contract yet. Mm. And I think there's a lot of clubs that would like him. I think he's a brilliant defender, Rudiger. Um, so that was one chance they gave up. But other than that, the control, the possession, yeah. the territory means that they just don't concede many shots at their goal. So 1 0 is not- absolutely fine. So I just wrote, you know, my, my sort of overline with them is, is that Ch- Chelsea have a safety position of control that many others don't have. And, and if they get a goal, they, there's a confidence yeah. within the group that I think they can keep it, which is on. And I just wanted to mention, Rob, I just saw there's one guy, well, there's, there's two things I want to mention. The, the first one is Edward Mendy. I think it was his 50th uh, competitive game for Chelsea. He's had 29 clean sheets. And do you know what I like about him, Rob, is there's no drama. There's no histrionics. There's no drama. You don't really see him hammering defenders. You don't see him no. remonstrating with people. Just gets on with his job. Yeah. And again, I mean, he came out for a ball that, that went wide, just went wider late on, and he was brave on it. He didn't have to make the save, but came out brave. And I just think he, you know, when the Kepa situation was up in the air, is he good enough? Is he not? Goals were going in. There was all this kind of thing. Mm. That's gone yeah. now with, with Mendy. And I just think he mm. deserves a little bit of credit for that mm. because... Mm. Um, He's good, he's a good goalkeeper. He's a good goalkeeper. There's another little point I wanted to go to, Rob, and, and, and certainly we're, we're not experts on this situation. And it's something I just wanted to touch on on our podcast because we've, we've talked a lot about race and gender and, and, and things in the game. And it was interesting. Ben Chilwell came to, to mind, Rob, and I've just been kind of watching things behind the scenes with him. And his manager came out last week and said something quite interesting. He said that he's, he, he's mentally exhausted. So I started doing a bit of reading and basically he got, you know, he, he signed for big money coming at Chelsea. You know, Fra- he's going to be Frank's left back. Alonso's out the scene. Things change when Tuchel comes in. Alonso gets in, keeps his place. Chilwell went with England at the, uh, in the summer, didn't get a kick. Hasn't played since the um, Champions League uh, final last season where, where he, he played or came on, I think, in that game. First minutes this season, this week. And... It kind of got me a little bit thinking around the whole mental health issue of, of players and sports people. And in a week, Rob, where was it? Anna Radikova uh, won the, the yeah. US Open. Yeah, amazing. Remember, amazing. remember the summer? She yes. pulled out of Wimbledon yes. with some mental yeah. health issues. Simon yes, Bailey was really doing the Olympics. Yeah. You know, big, yeah. big, one of the biggest stories of the Olympics, Simon Bailey. Just this, this thing of, of sports people and mental health, Rob. And I was kind of thinking, Back in our day, you couldn't, no one would be allowed to do that. No one would be, nobody thought about those things. There wasn't the sophistication in the clubs. There wasn't the time or the effort by, by clubs. It was like, get on with it. And I think mm. during my time, there's probably a few players I've played with who, were, who had some mental health issues and mm. it either got brushed off or they got moved on. They weren't seen as mm. strong enough in, in things. And I just think, you know, Fortunately, the game has moved on. Fortunately, people are starting to understand that a sportsman with all the riches from the outside, everything going in their favour, can have issues, can have problems. It seems that Chelsea are working with Ben Chilwell, and I would think other people are working. Just wanted your thought on it, Rob. And, mm. you know, I was thinking probably for me, and, and we're very different people, and, and people know us as two Robbies, and, and, and we go about our lives in, in, in different ways. But I remember when I finished football, and, and I'm not one of those who I think would ever get depressed in, in the manner that, that some would in that. But it it challenged me when, when I finished play. And I remember thinking to myself that a couple of times I wasn't feeling as great about myself and I was. And I remember mm. keeping busy. I went into media. I went back to college for a year. I, I did things, Rob, and got myself out of it and, and moved mm. on. My life got my second life. And fortunately, you know, we've been working in the media. But I wonder mm. just with you, with your career mm. or at the end, have you had moments? Well, I think it's really interesting, mate. Really interesting. And I totally agree about in our era, it's like you, you, you don't come out. It's like coming out. Mm. Like you, yeah. you would never admit to struggling mm. mentally. 
I would say this, and I, and again, I, I feel very blessed that uh, this happened to me. I I grew, and I think you did too, Rob. I think what you have to grow, and it's not easy to grow it, it, in professional football, is a thick skin. Now, yeah. I, 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 you know, because I, people will never understand unless you're in that situation when you've got 35,000 staring at you and you make a mistake and there's an ooh or there's a boo or there's a, a, a good a friend of mine um, came out once. We run out at our home stadium. They read out his name, every, read out everybody's name on the tannoy and everybody cheers yeah. and claps. His name gets read out and there's a massive boo. And he ends up sarcastically clapping the, I'm like, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, people will you? never understand what it's like to get in your car. You come out of your stadium, you've, been, you've mm. lost a little bit. Maybe you've had some stick off the fans. You drive yeah. home, you've had a terrible game. You're worried about your future. You're worried about your contract. It's mm. a lot of, it is a lot of mental strain. Again, thankfully, I, I, I handled it, Rob. But I totally yeah. understand people mm. find that difficult. Particularly, yeah. Ben Cher was at a national level. Simone Biles, it was the US yeah. athlete. Yeah. Uh, yeah, her level of scrutiny, Rob, is insane. I can't. Mm-hmm. I tell you, I tell you this right now. If I was on social media, I can't imagine what it's like on social media, Rob. Yeah, I yeah. Can't we didn't have to deal I, with that. I'm did telling we? you right now, yeah. I would not go on it. And I'd say this yeah. as well. If we, if I played well and we won a game for Middlesbrough, whatever, a big game, and I played well, yeah. I'm reading the newspapers. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm clipping yeah. out. I'm clipping out yeah. the headlines. If yeah. we didn't, I got dragged off, and I wasn't good. I'm not even reading yeah. it because I know there's <laughs> yeah, going to be stick. No, no papers. I am not yeah. reading yeah. it. So mm. the, I had a few little mechanisms of of getting to grips of that. But I think it's a yeah. great point to bring up, Rob. Mm. And I tell you, Pete, again, is so much pressure not only from fans but what you put under yourself as well to yeah. to, to make yeah. the first team to get that new contract to get a move away to play for the national team whatever it is and when things don't go well mm. wow it, it can feel like the words are the world's on you i mean just in my yeah. retirement part of it i just felt rob my body was broken at that point I, it was a good time for me to retire I did think about other things. I done coaching license. I did a few other things, and I, and I was kind of excited to, for my afterlife. Yeah. And of course, moving to the US was a huge step, but an exciting step. And thankfully, mm-hmm. through a little bit of coaching, through some contacts, and now, of course, ESPN and now NBC, you know, I've had a mm-hmm. I've had a, a wonderful experience in my post career time. But that I'm not, yeah. you know, everybody's not as lucky as yeah. us, I guess. And Absolutely. I I think it's great that you bring it up, and I think it is something that is a is a is a massive thing for a lot of professional players that most of them Rob, will probably never admit to and yeah. go down other roads of, of um, you know, whether it's drinking or gambling or other things to get their mind off the pressure of, of being a professional footballer. So, yeah, um, yeah it's a good shout, mate. And I, and, yeah. I, and I, I'm with you. I'm with you on mm. it because it's not, it's not easy for some people that, that can't kind of, not let them al- allow it to, to, to yeah, really, it. really yeah. upset them. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fortunately, I think, mate, we're in a we're in a time now in sport and 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 with our, our life that it is acceptable to say you're not feeling well. It is acceptable to say you absolutely need some help. is. Thank goodness and, it is. Yeah, and, and and that's whether you're a sportsman or you're anybody listening to to our podcast. Mm. You know, everybody tells me that it's important that you talk to someone, family, friends, somebody within your network. Yeah. Talk to exactly. people. Exactly. Tell them that you've got issues and, and work it out. So yeah, yeah. I just saw you just came back. You know, the Ben, ben Chilwell, who's you know had a difficult sort of last twelve months when you think he's gone from big money, signed mm. to Chelsea, everything's there for him, and then all of a sudden it, it, just, it, it does. Just another work. another example, Robert Chelsea, Christian Pulisic admitted this a mm. few what, a couple yeah. of months ago or something that he struggled a bit. Yeah. That he's seeing a good counselor, like mm. that. That's absolutely fine, and, and hopefully yeah, and that's progress. That's progress yeah, in the and game. Maybe really Christian Pulisic, if, if Ben's struggling a little bit, maybe they can yeah. communicate or help each other a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's a good shout. It's a good shout, mate. Okay, yeah. let's move on to back to the football because we, we had a great uh, Wednesday uh, of Champions League football. Now, it was one of those days where Liverpool were playing and Man City yeah. were playing at the same time. So we both decided to take a game. So I got Liverpool against the mighty AC Milan, a game with lots of history and tradition. And I've got to be honest, mate, this one didn't let you down as well. <laughs> um, it was a Liverpool team. Everybody was interested in the lineup. A few changes. Uh, Joe Gomez came in for Virgil van Dijk. Van Dijk got a rest. Now, Bicater came, came into midfield. Uh, Digok Origi got a start instead of uh, uh, Sadio Mane um, up top. So, a little bit, a little bit of, of rotation for Jurgen Klopp. And he talked about 
He's going to need to rotate the squad and he trusts in, in, in the players that he brought in. And you couldn't have got a more contrasting first 45 minutes, Rob. Liverpool started like the best version of Liverpool we saw in title winning day. I mean, they were at it, mate. I think it was 13 attempts in the first 15 minutes, six shots on target. They flew at AC Milan <laughs> um, and managed to get their, their, their first goal through Trent Alexander-Arnold. It was a Tamurian goal, but Trent Alexander-Arnold, was excellent on the day, um, gets the goal. They're up, they're flying, they, they're, they're still continuing to go forward. I thought they got what looked like a lucky penalty. It was, it was a handball. Uh, defender's hand was away from his body, but it didn't look that yeah. natural. It was one of those that definitely could have gone either way. Ref, On-field on referee gave it. Mo Salah takes the uh, penalty kick. Goalkeeper saves and saves the rebound. And all of a sudden, we're still 1-0. But yeah. I think it was one of those where you're watching that game, Rob, and you're thinking, Liverpool are going to... Yeah, there'll be three by half-time, and this is done and dusty. And as ever in, in European football, HM Milan sort of weathered the storm, stayed in there. Goalkeeper made a couple of big saves and two goals in less than two minutes just before half time completely, completely changed the, the, the outlook of the game. And, and Milan went in 2 1 at half time, Rob. And Anfield was stunned. It went a little bit quiet and it was a little <laughs> bit like what? And I, I, I kind of guess what I take from, from today, Rob, was ooh, question. Question mark, Jürgen, question mark, Liverpool. And Jürgen Klopp talked about it after the game. It was so important these team came through this, Rob. 2-1 down, could have gone a different way. With, um, and I had a goal chalked off just after half-time. And then Liverpool started to play again, um, got themselves back in, in, into the game um, and, and managed to, to, to win End up winning 3-2 at Jordan Henderson. Beautiful strike. It, yeah, it, I, saw, it was, I just see some little highlights, yeah. Reminiscent of, of Stevie G days back as, as captain <laughs> leading his football club. But I think yeah. the biggest thing that, that, that came out to me, Rob, is that a Liverpool at it, you know, atmosphere buzzing back in Anfield. I think first European game for over 18 months. Flying doesn't go well for him. Get a little kind of bloody nose, you know, suffer yeah. a little bit, what we talked about. Yeah. And found yeah. a way to come out with yeah. some players who haven't been um, always regular. Deepak Origi had a good role to play. Rob still think that could be a put. Yeah, he, he made he made Salah's he made Salah's goal with a lovely clip ball over to Mo Salah. His build up play was good. Oh, he good. just looked. He looked like he, you know he gives them something different. And and Klopp said after you know he trains hard. He's been good around the squad. You know there's times it looks like he's going to be out the door, but might have a little role to play. Uh, yeah. Still, um, and I think yeah, my biggest takeaway for, from the game is Liverpool find a way to win again, and took took the, the suffering that they had to take and moved on, got to another gear again, led by the captain, uh, get the get the win, get the three points, and it all kind of feels a lot better than it did at half time. The, the one player, Rob, I, I was just interested in because I, I saw a little bit on social media and I saw some, I saw the mm. goals and highlights, stuff like that. Yeah. I am, I am fascinated by uh, Trent. Yeah. I think Trent Alexander-Arnold, like, yeah. I think he's such a talent at mm. right back and, and we know where he's slight, which I, I think that's getting better, his defensive side yeah. of the game. Yeah. Just give me a little report update on him because I think he is in absolute peach condition and looks a million bucks. Whatever happened to him in the summer, whatever criticism mm. that came, whatever that he's not playing in his favourite position for the national team and, and played in midfield and some saying he's this, he's that, he's other. Talking about him, we're talking about mental strength. There's a mental strength to this young man that's admirable. Because I tell you what, every time he, 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 he can have the ball, he, he puts yeah. himself in a position to receive it. Doesn't yeah. matter. I tell you what he did. The, the one thing that stood out for me that, that many people might not have, have seen in the game, it was it was probably late 70th minutes where he's, 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 he's played a one-two. Him and Mo Salah down that side, by the way, oh. in a minute, is, 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 is outstanding. I mean, out of this world. But he plays a one-two, gets a ball on the outside, does one of his crosses. And it was one of them where a defender actually did a good job of blocking it. The ball hit Trent and went out for a goal kick. So we set, we're set. we like nearly eight minutes in the game. He's run 60 yards to try and cross it for a teammate. 
I tell you what he did, Rob, which we haven't always seen. And I know we, we once or twice last season, I think it was, um, it, it said, mm, Trent, he picked himself up and he sprinted, Rob, like you've never seen to get himself back in position. Yeah. Like... He did that last weekend, Rob. There's a few I've got to, I've got, I'm weekend. a right back. I'm a right yeah. back. And I've got to get back in my right back spot to defend. But it was mm. like in his head, something's changed. And and I'll tell you what else I saw when um, he got the first goal because it was lovely interplay between him and, and, and Mo Salah on the right-hand side. And um, when Salah scored that, there's a little rapport going on between these two. I remember that Mo had said at the weekend that, you know, he's told Trent he's got to help him for more assists so he can get his goals, etc. So yeah. There's a little, like, I just wonder if, if, if Mo took him under his wing a little bit. There's a little kind of real friendly thing going on between them that, that I like. Mm. I think it's important between fullback and winger. There was maybe a time where I wouldn't say they don't get on because they're teammates and they've won titles, etc. But sometimes you don't appreciate people as well. Sometimes with a teammate, it looks like something changed, Rob. Just just little things you've observed. Well, it's interesting, Rob, because we, we were going to do a breakdown on Mo Salah in the last Liverpool home game, and yeah. one part of that breakdown was Mo Salah sprinting. 50, 60 yards mm. to cover Trent Alexander-Arnold. It was Correct. gone. It was yeah. in a higher position. Now, yeah. if there's something a little bit more between the two of them, that's the mm. sort of way it, it, yeah, it plays really, out. Doesn't it? If yeah. I play with you in midfield, right, and mm. we don't really like each other, we're not. We don't mm. really. We don't. Yeah. Maybe we don't. You don't really cover them, do you? You don't really cover them. If we're great mates and we get on mm. well, like we have, you just, it just, it's just a natural situation. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe mm. that's something to keep an eye on. I mean, two. Yeah. I just think, uh, you know, I certainly. Picked out Alexander Arnold last year for a lot of kind of errors and like look another goal down his side and that yeah. and I listen I thought it was justified but right now cool you know he's showing and, and by the way in terms of England if he's playing at this level he's got to start for yeah, England yeah. Robbie mm-hmm. I don't care about I don't care about how good Kyle Walker is defensively that talent you need in the national team for all yeah. sorts of reasons so. Anyway, do you want to, to see checking on him? Yeah, uh, Trent was in great form. Fabinho, I thought Rob does does another great job in there. There was a spell when they they got a little bit overrun in midfield when when Milan got on the ball, but Fabinho's in good nick. The captain yeah. is more important than many people think. Not just the goal, yeah. just his drive and and, and how he talks. And Dibakarigi, Rob was my other one. Just you know what we yeah. we, we maybe overlooked well. a little bit. Did well, might be mm. somebody who comes in. Full house at Anfield as well. Um, so, yeah. good day for Liverpool. Uh, as ever, classic game against Milan and, and they get the three the three points. Um, and I look forward to the weekend. All right. My game. Mm. Wow. Manchester City 6, RB Leipzig 3. Mm. Um, wow. I mean, talk about two teams, Rob, that were unable to defend very well, but maybe more importantly, weren't that bothered about the defensive side of the game. Now, the first goal is an example. Nathan Ake is allowed to have a free run, right? Mm. So if if you imagine yourself about penalty spot further back, and there's guys in zones on the six-shot box, and I'm going to just come and have a little charge up, have a little run up, I'll benefit from the from the height, from the ease of a of a running jump, boom, over the top of the defending player. Wow, that was easy. One nil up. All sorts of stuff. One of the craziest own goals you've ever seen. Uh Leipzig defender kind of trying to track it out as this, as a cross comes in, he kind of hits it on the side of his head, goes in for two nil. Um I mean Riyad Mahrez scores. I'm just going down the scorers. Riyad Mahrez um gets his goal. Uh that was a penalty, wasn't it? Riyad Mahrez. Jack yeah, Green yeah, um, yeah. yeah. is goal, didn't he? Yeah, first first uh, European Champions League goal, goal for, for Jack yeah. Grealish. Cancelo scores a screamer later on the mm. second half, and Gabriel Jesus scores uh, in the second half later, 85th minute. Um, Christian Nkuku, this 23-year-old, scores a hat yeah. to Leipzig Rob and still loses by three by three um, by three goals. A few, Only two a other few... players. Robbie Musto, yeah, I've yeah. got a test for you. Only two other players have scored a hat-trick against Pep's teams. Oh, I have no idea. Only Lionel two Messi. other players. Yeah. Lionel Messi's one. Who's wow. the other? Playing in the Premier League. Scored two hat-tricks against Manchester City, I believe. Come on, Robbie Musto. Play two hat-tricks against him in, in, in uh, what competition, do you Premier, say? Premier, I think Premier League level. I don't know. Jamie, 
Vardy. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Vardy. Vardy. Well, so, I mean, this kid, like, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... No. Before you go, mate, i just got to go one point because you've made, you made some points there. Yeah, Two on. teams not bothered with defending. Yeah. Can you just revisit that for me for Pep? Right. That doesn't so quite feel right. Well, Rodri was the holding player, mm-hmm. right? Um, so he's, he's the only one of the front six that really feels any sort of need to defend. Am I right? You have Bernardo Silva one side, Kevin De Bruyne yeah. the other side. Yeah. You have Mares, Grealish, and Torres. And when they're going forward, they look they look great. Um, but again, defensively, Rodri's the only one. And he didn't do it very well. Dragged off later on. Fernandinho, mm. Fernandinho comes on much better. Much better, whatever age he is. Mm. Mid-30s, Fernandinho. Joe Cancelo scores a streamer of a goal, Robbie Earl. But again, not a great defender. So you missed that with Carl Walker not being yeah, there. Zin- yeah. Zinchenko on the other side's okay. And, and, and Nathan Ake came in, so there's no stones um, with Ruben Diaz. It's just... If you want to go toe-to-toe with Manchester City, right, you're probably going to lose. Yeah. Like RB Leipzig. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. good teams won't really want to go toe-to-toe. They'll be strong defensively yeah. and they'll counter and they're sore against Manchester City. It's, it's something that, that, that almost, they were indefinitely better last season because they conceded fewer goals, Stones and Diaz, player of the season, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still an issue, I think, Rob, for Pep's philosophy. And listen, there's some of the best players came in and have been out a little while. Kevin De Bruyne has been out a long time, started. Phil Foden came into the game. Uh, Sterling came in, yeah. Jesus came on. So the bench is still great, but his philosophy mm. is the same, Rob, where it's like really, really open, really, really expansive. And just defensively, they give you looks. They gave Leipzig lots of looks. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, is that ever going to change, Rob? I, mean, I saw just a couple a... of shots, Rob. Again, I was, I was obviously watching this game and then I turned over and there was a couple of clips of, of, of Pep hammering, looks like he was having to go at Mahrez and having to go at Grealish about, I don't know, if it's a defending, if it's a positioning, which is very pep. Uh, I just wonder, like, is he... They, they're not going to win... The, if they don't have attention to defending, Rob, they, right. don't win this, they don't win this thing. They don't win this thing. I know. And, that, and that's... I mean, listen, they won the game 6-3. They won yeah. the game 6-3, right? Absolutely. And we can, we can spend the next 10 minutes saying how really good they are going forward. Ferran Torres... Is the number nine? I, I like him. Mm-hmm. He's decent up there, but it's a position they should be better. It's a position they should be better. Of course, we know what they try to do in the summer with mm-hmm. Harry Kane. Um, they scored six goals, right? And I, I don't think he even scored. Did he? I don't think he scored. No. Um, so it, it's yeah. I mean, City is City, and they're fun to yeah. watch. It's just like wow, they 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 give you so many spaces to play in. And Leipzig scored three goals, and others will continue to do that. Um, so, uh, not much else, really, Rob. They got PSG next, by the way, September twenty tw- eighth. Uh, PSG away. Um, you know, it, it it was it was Kevin De Bruyne's first start of the season. It was good news for Phil Foden coming into the game. Um, but again, mm-hmm. my main headlines here, as I look down my notes, is the defensive focus is still is still not what it should be. Um, but listen, three points, they'll yeah. be happy. It's just, it's just the way the way it goes. Really interesting after the game, Rob, I don't know if you saw some of the quotes that are coming on from, out from Pep, but he said, I'd like more people to come to the game on Saturday. We will, we will be tired. Southampton are dangerous. I invite all people to come to watch our 3pm game uh, and support them. So Man City, Southampton, that's a 10 a.m. Eastern time on USA uh, for mm. uh, American viewers. But, uh, yeah, Pep just sort of put one out there that he wants, you know, the fans to, to back them in, in the way. Um, mm. Maybe, that I don't know, is he looking at some of the other teams and thinking it isn't quite the same? It could actually be thinking that, Rob. I mean, you think about the vibe at Man United, yeah. at Chelsea, yeah. and you just described it at Liverpool. Mm. Man City lack that. I mean, they're a brilliant team. Do they need that, Rob? Do they need a bit more excitement, a bit more fire from the connection with the fans? Or is that just not really going to happen? Their football is so dominant, Rob. It's almost like a backhanded compliment. Their football is so dominant, it's so that they kick the ball so much, it doesn't change hands so much. It's almost like 
the crowd don't need to get involved as much. You feel some teams like Liverpool, yeah. the crowd help them play at another level. With, with City, their control and their possession is so good. It, it almost makes like the, the, the crowd sit there. You almost get lulled into this yeah. sort yeah. of security. Yeah, like, of yeah, we're good. Like, we're yeah. good and yeah. we have the ball. Mm. I'm almost, dare I say, a little boring, Rob, to be to be so good in possession. and. No, I, I think boring's the wrong word. We, we shouldn't say, but this guy has is, is, is brought something different to the Premier League. And we've, we've, we appreciate that yeah. over the time. Yeah. I know what you yeah. mean. We, we, we they need get to... used to them. They just got yeah. used to the, yeah. the dominance, yeah. I suppose. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, important game uh, at the Premier League at the weekend. Let's just go through a few of the other results um, this week in the Champions League. A couple of Barcelona nil by Munich 3. So, two of the, the big boys. Certainly, Barcelona not. Anything no. um, the, the, the side of the word by a minute getting that one done. I was interested in Bruges one, PSG one, uh, Mr. Musto. I believe all three of the big boys played Messi, Neymar, and was more than just superstar but, players. Correct. Yeah, correct. I looked at the Dortmund. I, I didn't. I didn't see of it, but I. But I, I yeah, looked at the Carson Dortmund. Yeah, he scored one, Bellingham. made one, didn't he? Uh, Bruges, Jude Bellingham. Uh, Jude Bellingham apparently was outstanding again. Yeah, Erling Haaland scored again. Erling Haaland, yeah. So that's good victory for them. Real Madrid beat Inter Milan. Big game, big big teams there. Real Madrid yeah. finding a way. I just I think Real Madrid maybe not quite as affected by stuff as Barcelona. It looks like yeah. Barcelona are way off the pace, and yeah. and Real Madrid are, are not in great fettle, but they're a little bit less affected. Uh, Juventus without Ronaldo, Robbio, go to yeah, Malmo, Malmo. yeah, and win three 0 and, Five uh, goals for Ajax, my friend, and four goals for guess who? Amazing. A former West Ham striker. Who couldn't, didn't look like he had four goals in him in his career. Well, Sebastian and, Haller. How many times have we seen players leave this, this league and go on? And, and there was a Southampton player went to Ajax, didn't there? The left-sided who, who did a good job for him. Um, do you remember? Tadic. Do you remember Tadic? Yeah, yeah. Tadic when yeah. when out left the league it was you know yeah, it was did, okay at Southampton looked really good and it looks yeah. like um, I actually got a team set where I gets four goals I think it was his Premier uh, debut in the yeah. Champions League but uh, good win for them as yeah. well just going to head it uh, moving forward mate just before we we close up it's a big weekend of, of Premier League football this weekend but none bigger than Sunday eleven thirty Eastern time on Peacock Premium big London derby Tottenham. Versus Chelsea, uh, Spurs losing their uh, last game against Palace. Chelsea continuing continuing to go well, won the last one against Villa and won midweek. Um, how we're looking, what we're thinking, can Chelsea go and continue to get things done? I think they can, Rob. We know the squad's a really, really good squad. Um, interested in, in whether Lukaku's going to play every game. I mean, yeah. he's not going to play every game. There'll be some mm-hmm. point where you have to take a bit of a break. Um, I don't think he'll take one in this one at home against... Oh, it's actually away, isn't it? It's away, away against... Away, it's just Spurs at home, yeah. Yeah, and Spurs had a, had a shocker. Had a shocker their last outing in the Premier mm-hmm. League. So, I think everybody, as the, as the odds here, saying Chelsea will be favourites. It's just what 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 has Spurs got in reply, Rob? Is this going to be, you know, is this going to be an exciting season for Nuno? Can he keep a little bit of momentum going by winning this game? Because they kind of started yeah. off tremendously well the first three games. They have a terrible setback in the last match. Um, yeah, I, I just think Chelsea, the way that they can win in different ways would be favourites. But I, I am excited to see Spurs. I like I like what they looked, well, they've looked like in the first three games. I like the manager, a little bit different with uh, some of the players they've got. I wonder if we're going to see Christian Romero, isn't it? The new, the new centre-back. Yeah, I was going to say, because they're struggling for centre-backs, aren't they? Dyer got injured, Tanganga got sent off. They've had a couple of in, in quarantine, aren't they? I think a just log back, maybe get a chance to play. So we could see yeah. them. Yeah, uh, we've got some odds on this one. Points Bet Sportsbook have got oh, Chelsea yeah. um, as favourites to win at, at minus 130. Obviously, the way team Spurs to win at plus 340 and the draws at plus 265. So um, our friends at, at Points Bet Sportsbook believe that, mm. that Chelsea have the chance. And just on that one, just before we, we, we move forward, mate, Kane or Lukaku? Give me a scenario. Give me what, in what scenario? The scenario is that before Chelsea took Lukaku, 
Daniel Levy phoned them up and said, for the same <laughs> money, for the same <laughs> money, oh, wow. I'll let you have H. I'll, I'll let him come across this, the capital and you can have him. What do you do, Mr. Musto? Um, plug, it, plug in play Kane? Or I think I'm going for, for Lukaku. I think I'm going for the return of Lukaku. Yeah. But it's a blimmin' tight one. What about you? Ooh. I think I'm with you, Lukaku. I think Lukaku is a better fit for what for how they play and what they need. Hmm. I'm not sure Harry coming deeper in that team and, and, and is, is as productive as Lukaku can stretch the other way and do down the side and he's joining play. I mean, Harry's uh, build-up play is good, but just think that the, the raw athletic speed and power of Lukaku suits um, Chelsea with his finishing quality what, that, that he's what, got. What if... No, Robert Abramovich, yeah, what if What if Daniel Levy says... Oh, no, what am I thinking here? What, what if... Manchester City have the chance to buy Kane or Lukaku. So I'm giving a different scenario now. It, 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 this summer, it's summer gone. It, it's summer gone. City yeah. could get Kane or Lukaku. Kane, plug in and play. Built yeah, for a little team. different. Play. Little yeah, different, a different setup with the wide yeah. players with the midfield dropping in there. Yeah, like making that. some assist, assistant yeah. passes and stuff from. Yeah, so it's yeah. different, isn't it? It's a different so, kind yeah, of scenario. It depends on which team and, and well, we'll look at those two. But um, time to wrap it up, my friend. In a bit of a mixed bag for the four Premier League teams in Europe. Three wins, one loss, 11 goals scored, seven goals conceded. Champions League's off and running off to a great start again. We'll turn our attention this weekend to our bread and butter of the Premier League. Look out for our next podcast. That's on Sunday, September the 19th, when we'll look back at a full round of match week five and that big London derby Spurs host Chelsea Kane v Lukaku Nuno Nuno versus Tuchel but for now I'm Earl he's Musty together with the two Robbies thanks for watching and listening be safe stay healthy it's a good night from me and it's good night from him good night good night Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.